Section 38 of Essays on Art. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Essays on Art by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Translated by Samuel Gray Ward. Section 38. Ancient and Modern. Part 1 having been obliged in what goes before to say so much in favour of antiquity and particularly of the plastic arts of those times it was my wish that i might not be misunderstood which so often happens where the reader instead of preserving a just balance throws himself at once into the opposite scale i therefore seized the present opportunity to explain what my meaning was having reference under the symbol of plastic art to the never-ceasing life of human actions and affairs a young friend karl ernst schubart in his pamphlet a critique on goethe which in every sense calls for my esteem and thanks says i do not agree in opinion with those worshippers of the ancients among whom is goethe himself who maintains that in high and complete development of humanity nothing has ever been arrived at to compare with the greeks fortunately schubert's own words give us an opportunity to adjust this difference where he says as to our goethe let me say that i prefer shakespeare to him for this reason that in shakespeare i seem to find a strong unconscious man who is able with perfect certainty and without reasoning reflecting subtilizing and classifying to seize with never failing hand the true and false in man and express it with so much nature whilst in goethe though i recognize the same ultimate aim i am always fighting with obstacles and must be always taking heed lest i accept for plain truth what is only an exhibition of as plain error here our friend hits the nail on the head for in that very point where he places me below shakespeare do we stand below the ancients and what is it we advance concerning the ancients any talent the development of which is not favored by time and circumstances and must on that account work its way through a thousand obstacles and get rid of a thousand errors must always be at a disadvantage when compared with a contemporary one that has the opportunity to cultivate itself with facility and act to the extent of its capacity without opposition it often happens that persons advanced in life are able out of the fullness of their experience to advance something that will explain or strengthen an assertion which shall be my excuse for relating the following anecdote a practised diplomatist who had desired my acquaintance after the first interview when he had had but little opportunity of seeing or conversing with me remarked to his friends voila un homme qui a en de grands chagrins these words set me to thinking the skilful physiognomous eye did not deceive him only he laid to the effect of suffering the phenomenon that should have been ascribed to opposition an observant straightforward german might have said 
this is a man who has had a hard time of it is soured since then the signs of past experience and of persevering activity do not disappear from the face it is no wonder if all that remains of us and our strivings should bear the same impress and indicate to the attentive observer a mode of being whose aim has been to preserve its balance alike under circumstances of happiest development or narrowest limitation and maintain the persistency if it could not always the highest dignity of human existence but letting pass old and new past and present let us generally lay it down that every artistic production places us in the same state of mind the author was in if that was clear and bright we shall feel free if that was narrow timid and anxious we shall feel limited in the same proportion upon reflection we would add that we speak now only of treatment material and import do not enter into the consideration if having reference to this principle we look around in the world of art we uphold that every work will afford us pleasure which the artist himself produced with ease and facility what amateur does not rejoice in the possession of a successful drawing or etching of our chodowiki we see in them such an immediate apprehension of nature as we know it that they leave nothing to wish for but he would not be able to go beyond his mark and line without losing all the advantage he derives from his peculiar qualifications we will even go farther and confess that we have derived great pleasure from mannerists when the manner has not been carried too far and that we are pleased with the possession of their works the artists who have received this name have been gifted with uncommon talent but became early aware that in the state of the times as well as of the schools into which they were cast by fate there was no room for minute labor but that they must choose their part and perfect themselves speedily they therefore made themselves a language into which they could without farther trouble translate with ease and dexterity all visible subjects and exhibit to us representations of all sorts of scenes with greater or less success thus whole nations have been entertained and hoodwinked for long periods of time until at last one or another artist has found the way back to nature and a higher feeling of art we may perceive by the herculanean antiquities how the ancients also fell into this kind of manner only their models were too great too present fresh and well preserved for their circle of artists to be able to lose themselves entirely in insignificance let us now assume a higher and more agreeable point of view and consider the talent with which raphael was so singularly gifted born with the happiest natural gifts at a time when art combined the most conscientious labor attention industry and truth the young man was already led by excellent masters to the threshold and had only to raise his foot to enter the temple disciplined by peter perugino in the most careful elaboration his genius was developed by leonardo da vinci and michael angelo 
neither of these artists in spite of their long life and the cultivation of their powers seem ever to have reached the true enjoyment of artistic production the former if we look closely wearied himself with thought and dissipated his powers in mechanical inquiries and we have to blame the latter for spending his fairest years among stone quarries getting out marble blocks and slabs so that instead of carrying out his intention of carving all the heroes of the old and new testament he has left only his moses as an example of what he could and should have done raphael on the other hand was at work during his whole life increasing all the time in facility we see in him the development of the intellectual and active powers preserve such remarkable balance that it may be affirmed that no modern artist has possessed such purity and completeness of thought and such clearness of expression in him we have another instance of a talent that pours out to us the freshest water from the purest source he is never affected but always feels thinks and works like a greek we see the fairest talent developed in the most favorable hours the same thing occurred under like conditions and circumstances in the time of pericles it may therefore be always maintained that native talent is indispensable to production indeed but equally indispensable is the commensurate development in the provinces of nature and art art cannot dispense with its prerogatives and cannot achieve perfection without favorable outward circumstances end of section thirty eight